Holy God this movie was awful. I mean, goddamn. The worst film I've seen since Promising Young Woman, not as bad, but only because it isn't quite as blatantly anti-male as that film was, at least I don't think it was, I have no idea, and neither does the film since its idea of story and character development is less about making sense or being consistent and more about whatever drug-induced psychotic episode the filmmaker can bring to life from the deep recesses of her twisted mind, coherence be damned. This is one of the worst hodgepodges of ideas I've ever seen, if you can even call the half-baked things that happen in this film ideas at all. There's an old screenwriting adage that most screenplays can only manage one weird idea well, that is, if you're going to make a film about zombies, for example, you probably shouldn't also include an element involving, I don't know, time travel or an alien invasion, because weaving them all together coherently in an entertaining and believable manner will be insanely difficult, if not impossible. This isn't a hard and fast rule, and there are and always will be exceptions, but this is one I've heard and agree with. It's just very, very difficult to pull off, case in point, this damn film. There's not just one or two weird ideas in this thing, there are at least four, maybe more, none of them particularly clever on their own, and absolutely disastrous when meshed together. Let's count the crappy ideas, yeah? Spoilers. 1. Car sex. In this universe, you can have sex with a car. How? Why? No idea. Never explained, and has no real relevance to the story beyond what it results in, which is, 2. Car baby. In this universe, if you're a woman and have sex with a car, you can get pregnant with its half-car baby. How? Why? No idea. Never explained, and was just put there to give the main character something to worry about as she goes about her insane scheme of running from the law because she's a three, serial killer. In this universe, our main character is a crazed serial killer for some reason who the film implies has been killing indiscriminately for years while also being a famous model-slash-dancer. How? Why? No idea, never explained beyond she hit her head during a car accident while she was young and had to get titanium installed in part of her brain to keep it together or something, and also her father may have molested her or otherwise strained their relationship in some sinister way at some point, maybe. Okay. Doesn't justify her killing people, even people who like her and she likes in return, like the cute girl she murders out of nowhere in cold blood while cuddling, but hey, whatever movie, do whatever you want, you're edgy and daring and one top prize it can for some reason. Also, pretty sure a child's skull keeps growing until they reach adulthood, so how the scar-slash-metallic thing in her head would still look the same and be in exactly the same place is never discussed, or what the damn thing even has to do with anything considering it adds nothing to the story beyond forcing the viewer to have to see that disgusting thing on the side of her head whenever she's on screen, and maybe implying that's the reason she can have sex with cars. Who the hell knows? Continuing with the weird ideas, 4. Passing as a man, especially while pregnant. In this universe, all a woman has to do to convincingly pass off as a man is shave her head slash eyebrows and wrap her breasts and stomach in fabric. If she's pregnant, no matter, just wrap that belly up a bit tighter and it'll disappear, regardless of her stage of pregnancy. How does this happen? Who knows? Why does this happen? Because she needs to hide with a random stranger who thinks she's his son, silly. It doesn't matter if our main character's feminine features look obviously feminine regardless of how much hair she shaves off her face, and that, in the real world, the girl wouldn't pass five minutes of careful observation before being outed as an obvious fraud. No, this is crazy nutso nonsense world where nothing makes sense and the rules change from scene to scene without warning while giving the impression of being grounded in reality. Wahoo! And here are a few more bonus weird ideas from this film I just remembered. 5. The Father Abuses Steroids. This one's not too weird, but as an addition to all the other stuff the film throws at you, 
it felt like yet another to add to the pile of excess. Why does he abuse steroids? Cause he's old and losing his strength as a firefighter, and it gives the movie an excuse to have a touching scene where our main character saves him after finding him passed out on the bathroom floor rather than killing him via a chopstick through the ear, her go-to weapon, which she uses for everything in this film, it seems, including a graphic failed self-induced abortion scene that just goes on and on and the film insists you sit and watch and admire from beginning to end because it's bold and artistic and, what, a woman trying to give herself an abortion using a chopstick isn't strong and brave to you in 2022, you sexist shitbag. Didn't you hear, the future is female, and vomit-inducing shit like this is art in its highest form now, so you better shut up, bend over, and take it, you spineless fuck. Kneel before Zod. Anyway, 6, the father is kind of nuts and also a killer, and maybe gay? Or incestus toward our main character, who he believes to be his son. Maybe? Why? Because the film is nuts, that's why. A member of his firefighting brigade, oh, he's the captain of the firefighting brigade BTW, which could be weird idea number 7, but I'm just going to stop counting at this point, suspects that the main character may not be who she says she is, and tells him so so the father hands him an explosive barrel of something in the middle of a fire in response, and wouldn't you know it, the thing explodes, killing the guy. Does the father suffer any consequences for these actions? Nope. Does he seem to show any guilt about it in any way, shape, or form? Nope. Do any of his other brigade mates show any kind of reaction to one of their own mysteriously dying in an explosion in the middle of what seemed like a pretty standard fire? Hell no, too busy having homoerotic dance parties to care turn on the purple strobe lights and pass that champagne, baby. We're going to the Oscars. And spoilers. Anyway, uck. That's all I have to say about this film. And I haven't even touched on several other significant aspects of it, including the absolutely ridiculous ending. Yes, ultimately it's a story about characters who have suffered losses coming into each other's lives and filling in those gaps, and I'm usually all for movies that attempt to subvert this trope, but even I have my limits, and if you're going to attempt it, Maybe don't do LSD while writing the screenplay and shooting the scenes and editing the thing together. Drugs are fun and all, and they can certainly have their place in the artistic process, but, at some point, you gotta put the stuff down and sober up, or else you're just going to get an incoherent mess. And, for all its many, many, many faults, the film does have excellent acting all around, especially from the actor who plays the lonely firefighter father and I guess the initial father is good too considering he's only in the film for about 5 minutes and has about 3 lines yet somehow manages to convey the entire nature of his relationship with our main character through his eyes alone. The main character too is very good, managing to be hideously ugly yet incredibly sexy at times, especially when dancing. Girls got moves, what can I say, even when she looks like a mix between a zombie and a cancer patient. And the film looked nice, though I could tell within the first 30 seconds it was going to be very dark and unpleasant. The director definitely has talent, just not when it comes to, you know, telling a story. I had similar issues with her previous film, Raw, which isn't nearly as terrible as this was but suffered from coherency problems and an unpleasant overall atmosphere that made it a slog to get through as well, though compared to this, it's a masterpiece. Also, what's the deal with French films and a fixation with breasts-slash-nipples this year? First Benedetta, now this. What's going on over there? Overall, god-awful film I wish I'd never seen. One of the worst films I've ever seen, actually. I almost turned it off a few times, it was so bad. I respect what it was trying to do, and I'm glad such a thing was made, I just wish someone at some point during the process realized that it was getting out of control and scaled back a few things. Maybe she doesn't have to be a serial killer. Maybe she doesn't have to have sex with a car in order for her to become pregnant. 
maybe whatever the hell happens to her at the end didn't have to be quite so disgusting and ridiculous. And then maybe we would have gotten a half-decent movie instead of this pile of garbage. But then again, this won a palm door and I'm just an anonymous film critic writing to an audience of less than five people, so what the hell do I know? Avoid.